What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. We're back! With episode 13. We are recording this on Saturday, June 12th. Really quick shout-out before we get started. Just our thoughts and prayers with Christian Erickson uh, collapsing the UEFA Euros uh, this morning. It was a very scary sight. Glad to hear he's uh, conscious and stabilized right now. But, uh, yeah, I just want to send that good energy out really quick uh, for that soccer player. But, but now we're going to get into some baseball talk. I am here with always... Uh, with Brian. What's up, guys? And my boy, Adam. Hello. But yeah, you know, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nonstopbbpod on both sites. And also, if you're liking the podcast and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave, leave us a nice little five-star review, maybe even a little written piece. Those have been fun to read so far. But I think, first off, as always, we're going to start with a little bit of standings and power rankings. So I guess we'll start off just kind of giving a little standings glance over. And uh, Brian, what are you liking or not liking when looking at standings? Oh, I mean, dude, Giants are still in first place. Padres three and a half games back. That kind of sticks out to me. Um, The Padres have played more games than the Giants three more games to be exact but the Padres are on a three and seven kind of run in their last 10 games I'm I'm not really worried about the Padres but it's kind of going oh that's interesting oh yeah that's yeah it's it's definitely been interesting uh <laughs> Blake Snell got hit by Jacob deGrom the other night uh, <laughs> two I'm, RBI you know, yeah two single. RBI single beautiful. it was it was a beautiful piece of hitting and that was kind of unlucky for, I mean, it's, it's skilled by Jacob DeGrom, but a little unlucky for Snell, who's starting to look like he's piecing things together, but then that line looked maybe a little bit worse than it actually was. <laughs> for sure. And also, I think I'm ready to name a new worst team in the MLB. I, it's, okay. a team I, it's a team I haven't referred to as the Doodoo Poo Poo's yet, and this will be the Arizona Doodoo Poo Poo's. Yeah, they're, they're the worst team in the league, man. They are currently the worst in the league. They, they have completely fallen apart. Yeah it's been ugly it's yeah that's that's just been strange i don't know too much about it. i know they did have some injury struggles but even then it's just like you look at the team and it's like there's not horrible players you know there's names you recognize and are productive but they're just exactly not doing anything i i think their team will be an interesting one to monitor at the trade deadline because i honestly i could see them headed towards just a full-on rebuild liquidate all assets start over Yeah, it's funny. There's a lot of Yankees talk with Cattell Marte, but one name I just thought of right now, I don't know, I guess I'd have to look at contract stuff too because they want some lefty pop and it might be a little easier to get is David Peralta from the Diamondbacks. Freight train? Yeah, the freight train. I was just thinking that too. I mean, it makes sense. He's definitely a player they're probably more willing to move than because Cattell Marte is younger. So I could see them being more willing to move a Peralta. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And just a solid left-handed bat, which the Yankees need. Too bad they traded Talkman. <laughs> and his batting average, that's under 200. Got yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what about you, Adam? What are you liking or not liking looking at these standings? Um, I'm liking how maybe not yet, but it, I think it's getting a little more interesting in the AL West. Uh, Oakland and Houston tied uh, at the top. But the Angels have finally put together a win streak. They, they've won four in a row. 
They've won seven of their last 10. Um, I mean, they're still six games back, but they're, they're not looking awful. And Mike Trout eventually will come back. Yeah. And yeah, then they're going to get Trout back and I'm, I mean, they, yeah. they might do something. Yeah, I think you got to think if you're within five games when you get Trout back, you're feeling real good about that whole situation of him being on the shelf for so long. I, I think yep. we're forgetting one key factor in this. Um, they're the Angels. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. But okay. But here's the thing, right? They, they've got they've got another game against the D-backs. But like the the games that they've won recently, they're not like total slouch games. Like they swept the Royals. Oh yeah, no, for sure. The Angels can beat good teams. I just, I have no faith in that organization. (laughs) Also beat the Giants. Yes, they did. Uh, You know, you can't you can't win them all. (laughs) They two games swept the Giants. (laughs) Yes, the Giants have kind of had a rough week. They yeah, they have. I mean. Not as bad as the Padres being three and seven, but they definitely did have a rough week. They lost the first game of a doubleheader today on Saturday. It not been great. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, the Giants can maybe tread water uh, and start getting start to get going again. But uh, I think when I look at the standings, it's just kind of ho hum. The Tampa Bay Rays are forty and twenty four. It's like, dang, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's just crazy how good this team has been, and they've got like a huge run differential. Uh, difference compared to anyone else in the division they're clo- they have s- plus 77 next closest is boston with plus 48 yeah, um, run differential looks like they belong in the nl west <laughs> no yeah it, it's so funny i just like going through other parts of the standing some things that stick out you're talking about the aos but it's it's funny how oakland's just winning games by a little and not winning by a lot they're in first with a plus nine differential compared to the astros plus 70, 78 uh but yeah, and then, are you gonna say it's pretty crazy? I was gonna say how they have like the A's have a plus nine and the Marlins have a plus eight. Yeah, and just the difference in records, the Marlins being 29 35. It's just crazy that their run differential is so similar, but their records are so different. Yeah, I think you got to give a little bit or a lot of credit to Bob Melvin for that. Just really knows that team well, knows how to deploy that bullpen, has been with some of those guys for quite a bit of time and just puts them in. Uh, the best, uh, you know, positions for success. You know, talking about Bob Melvin last week, we did our all-star teams and we didn't really talk about like who would be like, who's our manager of the year so far. We highlighted all our favorites at the positions. Oh, it's uh, Tony LaRouche. But that's the scary thing I'm bringing up. Like if the White Sox keep doing what they're doing. I know he could. Tony LaRouche might win a coach of the year award (laughs) in a year. People Uh, wanted him fired, which is just crazy so bad hmm what the, I don't the know. american league's an interesting one i think yeah. the i'm very biased in the national league but i think the national league as of right now is gabe kapler like yeah I feel like it's hard I mean, to argue it's crazy otherwise. i act yeah i that one even if the giants you know drop and you know end up like third in the division or something like that i think that just how much he's brought the team to vastly overperform what people expected from them already puts him in that conversation yeah for sure yeah other thing i could see is you know if the giants do crash and burn and then the cubs take the division maybe little david ross manager of the year that yeah that's a good one too i mean Mm -hmm. you could even throw the brewers into the conversation i don't know who their coach is off the top of my head but if they've brought it back they've tied the division up 
So I, why can't I think of his name? He had a really funky batting stance. Is it, is it Craig uh, Council? Craig, Craig yeah. Council, yeah. Okay. That just popped in my head right now. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, and then give me, uh, give me, give me Tony. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like it's between. Oh, man. It's Please between the Tony. Rays, A's, and White Sox. I know. And not dude, Tony. if the White Sox win it, though, like if you told if someone told you the Rays wins the AL East, nobody would be too shocked. Like, like some people would be like, "Oh, really? The Rays? Okay." But like, we could see it there in the World Series last year. And if the A's win the AL West, it's like okay. But I feel like not a lot of people had the White Sox winning the Central coming without Luis Robert, without yeah, Eloy Jimenez, especially. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Eloy. Yeah, I, I saw Nick Madrigal like had to exit the game last night, and some White Sox account said "Heaven's got another angel" or something. <laughs> I just love it, man. But um, like the Twins, by far most disappointing team. But like a lot of people had them being up there. So yeah, the Twins right. have been in last place for a while. It wasn't just yeah, like dude. that. Yeah. The uh, Twins are an interesting one, man. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Really, really struggled. Um, but yeah, it's not that like the Tigers have just been ahead of them for a day or two. It's like the Tigers have been ahead of them in the standings for a good portion. <laughs> just... Hey, let's go Tigers. Oh my gosh. Also, really quick, I got to do this now. <laughs> Tigers are in the running for call of the year on this Daz Cameron two-run home run to tie it in the ninth against Liam Hendricks of the Chicago White Sox. We got to hear this right now. It's, it's electric. One strike. Steady swings it. Deep right field. Back. Get up! It's gone! His first as a major leaguer! Ties it in four! Yeah, baby! <laughs> it's an amazing call. I just love how you could just tell that those commentators genuinely love the Detroit Tigers. You know, yeah, they, they care. They yeah. really care. Hey, do you know what? Someone has to care about the Tigers. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> do you know what? But let's, let's roll into our power rankings. How are the Tigers still behind the Twins in the power rankings? Just straight up disrespect I, yeah, to the Tigers. Is this next week when we're going to see the swap? I, do you know what? It's getting close. The Twins are all the way down there at 24, and the Tigers are at 26. You look at the last week, the Twins are 3-7, and seven, the Tigers are 4-6. and six. <laughs> So yeah. Who knows? I, who knows? Uh, let's see. I, I brought up the Athletics power rankings, so let's see where these two teams are at in the Athletics. Oh, they I stayed at 7. Oh, or, oh, you're talking about the Athletic. Not yeah, the sorry. A's, the Athletics. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. So in the Athletic, they actually had them right next to each other. Twins at 24, Tigers at 25. So hmm. it's happening. It's getting to that point. So well, Detroit top 20, let's go. <laughs> when we look at the power rankings this week, our biggest jump was the Reds going from number 23 to 17. Yeah, it was a good call by you. We we're talking Brewers, For Reds, sure. and then you said Brewers 2 too far in the middle yeah it's harder to make those big jumps when you're up near the top already yeah so and actually the brewers only went up one yeah which is crazy with how well they've been playing yeah i really thought they'd jump up more than that even the blue jays jumped up three so they jumped up more yeah i think it's just because the jays the jays have been putting on 
a little bit more competitive games. The the ones that they've lost have been much closer lately. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they dropped two against the White Sox. One of them was a real bad one, but um, the other one was somewhat close. Yeah. And then when we look at the biggest drop, it was the Cardinals going from number eight to number 15, which that's... That's a, that's that's a long brutal. one. <laughs> but, I mean, the Cardinals, even now, they're two and eight this past 10 games, so... Yeah, it, it's not looking any better for the Cardinals coming in. Um, so starting with the number five team on the power rankings, we have the San Francisco Giants. Uh, they noted here that Evan Longoria is going to be out a long time. We talked about that last week. Uh, the Giants are going to be missing the Evan Longoria. That's no secret. I mean, their yeah. offense has definitely not looked the same this week. But they got Yastrzemski back today. They got Kurt Caselli back today, who hasn't been hitting but then they're getting Darren Ruff. They're starting to get a lot of their guys back who's been out. So yeah. I'm optimistic they'll figure it out, hopefully. The yeah. second they're game getting, the doubleheader just started. They're getting so. a lot of the bats back, and the pitching is still really good. Yeah, Disco had an amazing game last night, going all nine innings. To be fair, <laughs> dude. And you got to note, Adrian's just having nightmares because – Mike Talkman's out here terrorizing the league. Robin Mike Talkman only robs like superstars. Well, <laughs> superstars, either like future Hall of Famers, uh, Albert Pujols, guaranteed, or probable future Hall of Famers in Juan Soto. You know, like, yeah. yeah, dude. And both of them were in big moments too, man. It, yeah. Oh man, dude. I honestly, the Pujols one, like, I don't want to say I saw it coming, but as it was going, it's like, oh, he has a chance for this. The Juan Soto one, like, I thought that was out, like. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like when Juan Soto in his, like, well, maybe even before his prime still, which is crazy, um, yeah. he gets one. You're just like, oh, yeah, that one's, that one's just yeah. gone. And it just, it didn't seem like Talkman was, like, ready to, like, like, the one against the Dodgers, Talkman's at the wall, like, ready to jump. Like, you see him getting ready. The Juan Soto one, he's just kind of casually running back to the fence, and then all of a sudden he jumps up, and it didn't look like he got it. It was insane. Great moment. Love yeah, it. Great catches. Um, so number four in the power rankings, we have the Dodgers coming up from number six. The first uh, team to hundred uh, plus a hundred run differential this year. The Dodgers. Oh, that is something interesting to note. They are the first one. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Cause the white Sox for a while was kind of way. They were flirting with it. Yeah. They're yeah. way ahead of everyone and Dodgers ended up passing them up. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> In uh, third, we have the Padres. I think they're going out of the top five. Ooh. Yeah, they're definitely dropping out of the and top Astros, five. Astros are coming to the top five. Ooh, bold prediction. I Ooh. Like so yeah. let's, let's finish hmm. these top fives real hmm. quick, and then we'll hmm. discuss this. Right. Number two, we got the White Sox. Number one, yeah. we got the Rays. Yeah. They just both moved up. Padres dropped three. Makes sense. Yeah, it's – yeah. So you're sense. saying Astros – so Astros are currently number eight. You're saying the Astros are making the jump into the top ten, top five, the A's. top five. Sorry, top five. Sorry, over the A's. Yes, A's, A's, and the Astros both seven three the last week. A's currently ahead of the Astros. Astros, the Astros have Astros beat like, better teams. Yeah, they and they like yeah. they dominated the Red Sox, and it's like <laughs> that's a yeah. Yeah, they yeah. took two off the Red Sox. They took two off the Jays, and then the series before that, they took two off the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So do you think you think they're going to number five or they're going higher than five? I don't know. I think maybe five. I think oh, the Giants I, are going to stay in the top five, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, that doesn't... They've done nothing to come out of the top five necessarily. It kind of depends how these next two games against the Nationals go, man. If they continue their struggles, they very likely could fall out. Yeah, that's true. We are recording this not like right before when the... They're, yeah, they're playing... Yeah. They actually just started the second game of the doubleheader. So, I mean, we'll know later on. But if the Giants lose one of these two games, they... Yeah, say will they win one, lose one. That means they went two and five on the week. Two and four, two and four on the week. Sorry, so that's a pretty rough week for the Giants. So, yeah, I guess I could see the Giants coming out of the top five as well. Yeah, it just kind of depends what happens. Maybe the Astros and the A's hopping in. Uh, maybe. Because who else would you move up into if the Giants and the Padres come out? Uh, Red Sox didn't necessarily have a great week either. No, the Red they're... Sox did not. Well, I don't they're, see... they're seven and three. The Red Sox were seven and three in their last ten, though. Yeah, but. Still, I don't know. The Cubs have been hot, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think they're top five hot. I don't think they're top five I, yeah. hot. I also don't think the A's would move up. They haven't beaten teams that are deserving of them moving up. They, okay. They, they took a two-game series off the Diamondbacks. And then I wanted to bring up the yeah. Athletics top five, or I'll, I'll start with number six, just because the Red Sox are also number six on the Athletic. And then at five, they have the White Sox. At four, they have the Rays. And then they have an all NL West top three with the Giants at three, Dodgers at two, and Padres at one, which I thought was pretty interesting. Interesting. Wow. They, they're holding the Padres up at top. I guess that's, well, that is that is truly a power ranking in the sense of who they think are the best teams, not who's yeah. performing. And the, best. and the power ranking, this power ranking is as of last week, Monday. So you have to keep yeah. that in mind. This bad week for the Padres isn't technically factored into that i would imagine the padres are going to be falling out of the number one spot for them though yeah interesting though so i'm assuming they'll have dodgers number one but uh who do we think do we think the rays stay number one this week yes yeah that's fair absolutely yeah yeah i feel like they're going to be moving the dodgers up in the mlb power rankings they have them well yeah i guess that makes sense padres are going to drop dodgers go to three do we think the Dodgers pass the White Sox, who are number two? Mm. No. No? Okay. Probably not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, does anything stick out to you guys on, like, who's who's the biggest drop? Let's try predicting that. That was fun last week. Biggest drop and highest riser. Hmm. Uh, ooh, biggest drop? I don't know. Upcoming I, week? I, I almost want to say the Padres, but I feel like they won't move them down that far. Because, like, if you're trying to do it based off, like – Obviously, the Padres aren't a bad team. They've just had a bad week. So yeah, yeah, because the Braves are really slipping, but they're already 16th. Yeah, yeah. maybe the Yankees fall farther. Um, where, where are the Yankees? Yankees they're at they're at 11. Huh. I Big, yeah, it's tough. Biggest drop is a tough one, man. Uh, it could be Giants or Padres, depending on how these next two days go. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Um, the Cardinals could be I mean, Kansas just, City. The Cardinals just had a big drop. Could we see the Cardinals drop even more? That'd be crazy. Back-to-back weeks, biggest drop. Oh, yeah, that would be brutal. I you're saying the... you're throwing out the Royals? What the yeah, Royals I'm throwing do? out the Royals. They're at 19. I, it, it's only if, like, I'm imagining that the Angels might jump up past them. Like, that, that'd be one. And then I, I don't know who else would jump up past them, though. I don't know. But so, I'm just saying they just haven't been playing well. And when been... looking at teams that are in like let's say the top 15 and looking at the last 10 the two worst teams in 
like the two worst teams record for the last 10 would be the Padres and the Cardinals. So I, I feel like the biggest drops will happen when you see a top 15, really top 15 yeah. team struggle. So it makes me want to say the Cardinals or Padres, but the Cardinals just had a big drop. So yeah, drop them farther. I, lock I, No, lock in the Padres. Come at us, Adrian. Yeah. yeah, fight us, dude. No, I can see the Padres <laughs> dropping to seven or eight and that being the biggest drop from three to seven or eight. That's possible. Yeah, I could see that. Because, yeah, I could see them putting the Red Sox, A's, and Astros all above the Padres. Hmm. I could see it. I don't know. It would be interesting. Oh, we'll find Padres out are garbage ways. anyways, right? Um, no comment. No comment. Brian, <laughs> Brian only speaks for himself on this podcast. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think if we're done with a little bit of, you know, standings and power rankings talk, we'll, we'll, we'll jump right into a little bit of, you know, listener feedback, questions, comments, whatever you want to talk about it. But, you know, Adrian, our guy. I'm sure this segment will be great next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to get in some heat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But he sent in the – oh, I don't have the clip ready. But you, I'm sure if you guys have been following baseball, you, you've seen the clip of Garrett Cole's response to whether if he's used spider tack or, or not. Or we should say lack thereof response to stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's – and he just sent that and then the, like, embarrassed emoji. Uh, <laughs> so that was his contribution. Thank you for your contribution. But I, I'd love to hear your guys' takes on this because my take was how do you – how does Garrett Cole – not have a response prepared for that question you know yeah what is the yankees pr team doing that's like almost (laughs) a bigger thing like you have like these baseball teams have pr teams they have to know that question's coming yeah it's yeah yeah i have no idea i you you can only guess at what was going through his head if anything (laughs) (laughs) It, it was definitely an interesting response i i kind of brought this up earlier and how i feel like garrett cole is starting to become and i'm using the word starting to become emphasizing that of what barry bonds was for the steroids where he's just gonna kind of become the poster boy who takes a lot of the blame i don't know what how bad would the you know response have been if he was just like yeah i did it and it was just because we're allowed to basically honestly (laughs) if he came out and said yeah i did it so is a ton of other people like i almost would have respected that to a degree yeah (laughs) absolutely i mean that's essentially what bauer did a couple years ago bauer did he was literally just like we're all cheating you'll have a harder time finding people not cheating and do you know bauer's come from the right situation he keeps saying like since day one all he said is i want it to be fair and like, yeah. if you're not going to follow the rules of the game, which all of these substances, I know we've talked about pine tar and stuff like that being maybe should be legalized. And yeah, you can argue that, but technically according to the rule, it's all illegal. And yeah. Bauer wasn't arguing against pine tar. He's arguing against this spider tack. Spider tack. Yeah. Well, I guess Trevor Bauer's created this other substance too. Um, but it, it's just this whole idea of, I totally forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> Something about the Giants bullpen, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. no, they, Clearly, they the Giants bullpen it. should be using this. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have a shipment. Their shipment didn't come in in time. Yeah. Clearly, got um, held up. I, I yeah, I don't know totally where forgot. you were going with that. Yeah, whatever. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, point. Is, I mean, I guess I, I I will stick with the same stance that I've kind of had, which is that I think that that I, the MLB needs to just say this is good 
everything else is bad. Pine tar, fine. You use literally any other substance, bannable. Like that's the, the MLB needs to take a stance like that. Um, yeah. Because uh, right now the the sort of like uh, you know is it or is it not going to be punished is uh, is a little ridiculous. I, I feel like the MLB almost needs to do a thing where they like pardon past use like we will not like be looking into whatever has happened the past couple of years yeah from that'd be here great. now from here now like we're just gonna forget about it that forget it existed but hey, from yeah. here on now if you get caught using it yeah you're suspended clean slate the statute of limitations is good it's up you're fine but from yeah but from this point forward like it is yeah it'll it, hit hard it's, yeah too many players that, like it's impossible to even know how many players are using some form of again i think you would have a harder time finding people who don't yeah no that makes sense no yeah and it's funny all the sticky stuff talk another thing adrian uh, messaged us about was the mets players all coming out and basically saying yeah i'm stop all this jacob de grom talk the guy doesn't use it at all so let's just stop that right here and right now which yeah. just makes that even more scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then he, you know, and then he came out and had his first appearance after this whole thing and then pitched six innings and struck out 10 people. It's funny. It's and ridiculous. Had, and had a RB, two RBI single, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. I think the, all the talk about Jacob deGrom and the sticky stuff, we're talking about the wrong side of the ball for Jacob deGrom. I think <laughs> now that Jacob deGrom isn't going to be facing pitchers with sticky stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh, what's the OPS going to be? Who Uncaged. <laughs> yeah. Uncaged. Yeah. Got a better version of Otani in the making. <laughs> in the making? He's already here. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he might be here. He, he, left, uh, he left his start with, a, with a, a minor injury. Yeah. Hopefully that was just a little bit of soreness. And it was like, look, we already got six. We'll just take you out. Could it was go kind further, of a but, yeah, weird week for pitchers. I mean, you have this DeGrom one where he leaves early, and then you have Max Scherzer who throws 12 pitches yeah. against the Giants yeah. and has to leave. Like, It's been a weird week for pitchers. I think the Max Scherzer one, for me personally, looked a little bit more concerning just because like, he threw a practice one, and it was like, nope. Yeah, like, like, yeah. You can also, see him pointing at his groin too, so... Also, that's a scary one because Max Scherzer is kind of similar to like Trevor Bauer in the sense that like you have to fight to take him off the field. Yeah. So if he takes himself off the field, something's wrong. Yeah. Like something is is very much wrong. Yeah, the Max Scherzer one definitely not ideal. Def especially for a struggling Nationals team. Like if they were gonna find their way back, it was gonna be through Scherzer and Soto. And mm -hmm. without Scherzer, it's gonna be hard to find their way back. Yeah, but uh, a little bit more uh, positive uh, injury news, if you will. I guess recovery news. Chris Sale has begun throwing some bullpen sessions, recovering from his Tommy John surgery. And uh, yeah, Connor Siebold, a uh, prospect for the Red Sox, who's been working with him, uh, confirmed that, quote, the boogeyman is coming. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's a big one. That's one yeah. of the few weaknesses that that Red Sox team has is is inconsistent pitching. Well, and it's if you it's, can get sale back. It's interesting. This whole year, it's like they haven't had an ace really, but other than Eduardo Rodriguez, who's starting to come around a little bit, all five of their guys have been solid. But this last week, week and a half, 
it's been falling off a little bit. But if you could add like a true ace to that, but it, it will be interesting to see who gets kicked out of the rotation because all the guys have been producing this year at, at least at times. Yeah. I'm, ass- I'm assuming whoever they move will probably go to the bullpen or do you think they'll be sending someone to triple a? Um, I think it'll the, have to... of the rotation. It'd be a bullpen guy. Well, yeah. no, I'm saying like if they, yeah. Well, like, I, I, I don't know who's in the starting five. I think, um, I don't think you could send any of them to triple a maybe oh, okay. Nick Pavetta you could, but he's been pretty solid, but. I don't know. I guess I could see maybe Pavetta doing some bulk or Garrett Richards, maybe just, but that's like a lot of money to come out of your bullpen, but he is yeah, a crazy I mean, spin rate guy, you know? Yeah. If you use him in the right situation, it's hard to say it's not worth the money. Like there's also, well, there's, it's funny in an interview recently, they're like, Oh, are you going to do rehab or would you be open to just uh, coming right out of the bullpen and then just working up more innings that was asked to Chris sale. And he was like, Oh, I haven't thought about that. But if I could get back on sooner doing that, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <just whatever laughs> works. I mean, Chris Sell has experience coming out of the bullpen, so that would be interesting. Yeah. Could yeah. Do. But yeah, I, I don't see any of that starting rotation getting dropped as much as like getting moved to the bullpen Dang. and just being long relief. Eduardo Rodriguez has a high ERA. I did not expect that. Yeah, it's weird. Like the first few starts, um, he is like he I mean, the numbers were good, but it just didn't look – the actual output okay. didn't look that good. But then more recently, it's like, okay, he's been getting more swings and misses, but then just maybe not getting the same luck. But Yeah, the stats are weird because, like, if you look at, like, his whip, his whip is better than Garrett Richards, but Garrett Richards' ERA is almost two points lower. No, yeah, Garrett Richards has been living on the edge. Yeah, like crazy. You could definitely see that with his stats. <laughs> but – um. But yeah, I got I got some confidence in Rodriguez though. Just like I think after that, all the heart stuff, not pitching for a long time, he's still finding his way a little bit. But okay, yeah, yeah. we'll see. That that sounds good. Um, let's talk about uh, Patrick Wisdom just all of a sudden becoming the Cubs' best player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. There's some there's some Cubs magic uh, brewing. Patrick Wisdom, he had six home runs. Uh, last week and then on yeah. tuesday this week he had a clutch one against the pirates or the I padres definitely saw a lot of those home runs against the giants i think he hit like four <laughs> in the series yeah. against them. not was, great for the giants it was insane dude that dude like i didn't want the giants to pitch to him when he came to bat yeah it's it's been it's been crazy and like i said the cubs got some magic brewing and then uh when was this a few earlier this week i think thursday or friday Bill Murray uh, did the uh, the seventh inning stretch for the Cubs, and uh, the Cubs were down. He gave them a the speech, which we'll hear, and then the Cubs had a huge comeback win. But let's listen to what Bill Murray had to say to the sort of the Wrigley faithful, which I think was their first game back at 100% capacity. This is what it feels like to be 100%. right now until the last out in the top of the ninth inning. Understood? Let's scare the hell out of these Cardinals. Let's scare them. <laughs> <laughs> and it hold worked. back a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
What a guy. What a life to live. You know, <laughs> looking at the Cubs like lineup, so like Patrick Wisdom's filling in for Matt Duffy. I love Matt Duffy, but Duffy's having a solid season, 280 batting average. Like he definitely has a spot in the lineup when he comes back. But dude, Jason Hayward, what has happened to Jason Hayward? Like he know. is he has a 170 batting average and OPS of 570. Dude, I remember when this guy came up with the Braves and he was lighting the world on fire signed yeah. this massive contract and he's just kind of gotten worse every year well it's not looking great he came back a little what was it yeah 19 and 20 he came back a little bit especially 20 he was pretty solid for them but then yeah it's it's been ugly man dude in atlanta i thought this dude was gonna be a star and just yeah 2012 he batted 270 with 27 home runs and since signing with the Cubs, he's had two seasons with more than 10 home runs. Yeah, and he's not necessarily making it. I mean, like, he's not a bad defender by any means, but he's not making it up with the glove like he used to. He's yeah. 35th percentile and outs above average, and he's 44th in sprint speed. Uh, so, yeah, you're, like, you're not getting I, any any crazy, like, lightning defense to make up for anything. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'd rather have Jock Peterson and Ian Happ with Chris Bryant playing the fourth out, the third outfield spot, sorry, over Jason Hayward. Like we might see his at bats go down when Matt Duffy comes back. Yeah, I wouldn't Matt be Duffy. surprised. I could see that. I just, I don't know, man. This it's, Cubs team is such an interesting one. Eric Sogard is playing significant. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. some respect on Sogard. Eric Sogard is part of the the what scared the hell out of the Cardinals. They're like they got so good over there. They got a they got a manager from Best Buy. Whoa. <laughs> oh, <man>. Brutal man. <laughs> that's what they used to <laughs> that's just it's, it's what he he kind of looks like that, you know? He oh, doesn't she, look like a baseball player. I don't know if she's listening, but shout out to my friend Angelique who <laughs> absolutely in high school loved eric sogard uh would write her name angelique sogard <laughs> <laughs> uh, just shout out to the the biggest eric sogard fan in the world <laughs> yeah i can't yeah that's <laughs> maybe the only eric sogard fan. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no whoa. i feel like sogard's been around a long time like yeah i feel like everywhere eric sogard goes his team loves him yeah, I just didn't realize that he's still playing at 35. He's like he's like Kevin Pillar. Everybody except, likes Pillar. Not as good. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. Kevin Pillar is uh, above average. Like he's a solid outfielder. He's a great. He's a solid outfielder. I'm not saying Eric Sogard is not solid. Just I feel like he, <laughs> the Cubs might have better options. Yeah, I'm just saying in the sense of just like everywhere Kevin Pillar goes, everyone loves him. Yeah, no, for sure. That I, yeah, I understand. Intrigue. Wait, yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay, I want to uh, see something. I was gonna say, let's talk about the two like uh oh moments of the week where oh, Ryan no. Hayes and Bobby Witt Jr. just forget how to like step on bases. Yeah, one of the really one of the kind of basic rules of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you uh step. On. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, okay, Brian Hayes, player for the Pittsburgh Pirates, Bobby Witt Jr. plays for the Royals, but he's in the minor league system. They both hit home runs on Tuesday and they both get called out because uh, they don't step on the base. Hey, 
you probably should step on the bag. That's like yeah. the first thing you learn. Yeah, playing yeah. too much slow pitch. I think. Even in slow pitch, you oh, I guess in some leagues, if you hit a home run, you don't have to run the bases. But yeah. <laughs> still, come on. Yeah, at Though, least Hayes. At least Hayes has some almost reasonable excuse. Yeah, but not was, really. Yeah. It, what are you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say the Bobby Witt Jr. one. It looks like he hits home. Yeah, <laughs> it, to me, really if you watch the video, I thought he hit home. Yeah, it it looks like he drags his foot right across it. So I think that one was more of a bad call than a. Nah, wouldn't be some Bobby Witt. Bad calls from MLB umps. Mm, <laughs> oh, this I is a minor league. This one. is a minor league ump. So. Oh, from any ump. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, that's even worse then. Oh man, but yeah, the Brian Hayes one is just embarrassing. <laughs> He missed first. Missed first base. It's a great way to sum up the pirate season. Yeah, because <sighs> I think Hayes, he, he thought it was going to be a double off the wall, so he was trying to hustle into second and miss first. But even then, like, in the age of video review, like, you can't just play it off. Like, yeah. people are going to notice. You well, know? Like, also, okay, since we were talking about him, did you see Sogard when he missed first? Because that was excellent. I did not. Oh, man. You guys didn't see this? No. Okay, Sogard uh, dove over first base. Oh yeah, I did see that. That was wild. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and just missed it entirely. <laughs> Completely. The amount of times it makes sense to slide into first is like so minimal at that. <laughs> and to it's, miss a base. Yeah, he missed it. He dove. He like he did like a head first slide, but like two steps too late. And just cleared the bag and tied. He just a hundred percent missed. That's like difficult to do. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So I shouldn't say that he a hundred percent missed. He left his left foot down to like scrape the bag, but it hit the first baseman's foot. Oh. So like he like did con. He made the effort to touch the bag, but like there was a first baseman's foot in the way, and so he just he just flew over it. Didn't touch it at all, which was hilarious. Called out. Man, that's that's just wow. Yeah, but speaking of touching first and getting called out, how about uh, the uh, the ump replay where oh. where the first baseman didn't touch first? Oh, but the here was still called. I out. got some audio for you, so here we go. How about Mike Zanino getting down that line as well? Let's take a look. Yeah, I mean, it looks as if that ball goes into the glove. That foot is pulled off the bag. The question is, is it? You know, are they gonna? Is it gonna be definitive enough? Certainly looks like it, but oh, they can't call him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think so either. <laughs> I think the just disgusted reaction tells you everything oh. you need to know. That <laughs> just he, it hurt him in his soul. Like, oh yeah, that was like a punch to the stomach. I think even <laughs> well, not as not more than the disgusted reaction, but the fact that they're not initially just being like oh yeah he's obviously safe they like know something bad could very well be coming yeah <laughs> the yep. way they're talking about it oh and, man uh, you want to explain so to the listeners what the call was like adam uh i mean just bad <laughs> okay bad That's terrible awful is i mean it's just mlb replay at its absolute peak it was so bad i mean in first baseman very clearly just not on the back you know when he when he caught the ball it was just not touching first base 
I feel like we've said this before, but like being a longtime football fan, like I didn't think there would be something worse than like NFL replay. Yeah. But oh my. <laughs> yeah. The MLB replay is so much worse than NFL. Replay. I think I think what makes it worse too is like NFL replay. NFL suffers from a lot um, of judgment calls. A lot of judge. Yeah, as I was just about to say, I was like, there's not really. I mean, there are a lot of hard and fast rules in the NFL, yeah. but there is a lot of things that are like up for the ref's discretion. Like they're allowed to be like, nope, that was pass interference. You might not think so, but I kind of do. And so it is. Um, mm-hmm. This is like black. This is straight up. At least like, the plays. You're either on the bag or you're not. <laughs> yeah. At least the plays in baseball that are reviewable are all yes or no. Like, I don't think there's anything in baseball that's like, a judgment call that's not that's reviewable i think everything is just it was were they on the base blah blah, blah. who's yeah. first like it's that's stuff true. that you can tell easily by looking at replay so like fundamentally mlb replay should be better because yep. it's easier yep. but it just time and, and time not... again they just i don't know what it is like just make the right call like it's obvious it's easy to i mean see. again i i've i've put on my tinfoil hat about this it's because <laughs> the people doing the reviews are also umps they're yeah. they're they they, a, yeah. they keep it for their boys they ain't gonna I, overturn it you almost need to hire like separate umps that only do that no you need to hire me oh, <laughs> i mean granted. i'll quit my job <laughs> for the right price I mean, yeah. Assuming that Adam's like, these. no, I'll do it for minimum wage. <laughs> why do they? Okay, <laughs> why? Well, why does the replay center need to be in New York? Also, why can't we just have multiple replay centers so these guys aren't up till like, you know, yeah. midnight I, as well? That, Technology that is isn't there yet. I, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's just because that's where the MLB offices are, so they just have it there. Uh, but yeah probably people can't possibly watch replays from anywhere other than new york <laughs> <laughs> no no can't no no we don't have that tech's not there yet oh mm. man what, what how would you feel if they just announced like our replay center is going to be in germany now <laughs> Dude, who cares fine outsource this to outsource it to literally anywhere if they're getting as as it they make it right, right better i don't care if you outsource it to china <laughs> Think I, I, I don't care if you outsource it to a country that literally doesn't know what baseball is if it if okay, you do wait, it I, I if you do it and rules. the calls end up being better then sick okay i'm here I, for it I, I think they need to know the baseline of rules so they kind of need to know baseball at least i i'm saying that you you go to some random country that could not care less about baseball right you go to like oh, romania setting it up for failure no 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 no. let me let me finish you go to like i don't, I don't know romania do they play baseball in romania maybe who knows oh yeah big time and if big time at all they're big baseball guys in romania but you literally you you go there you and you hire you hire a, a team of people right you hire a team of people and you you Touch give base them a, first you give them a baseball rule book you give them you give them the rule book for baseball and then you tell them literally nothing else about baseball nothing you don't tell them anything they have no knowledge about baseball except for the rules they are the perfect sky judge that that would create for some hilarious scenarios i feel like no because they're gonna judge everything purely off of the rules because they have no pretense they don't know who this person is they don't care they're just trying to rule check okay so what we just determined is we're gonna be moving to romania and we're gonna be the rules officials (laughs) sounds good to me i got some 
real breaking news right here. I just looked up best Romanian baseball players and then this random article, best athletes in Romania. Uh, Hank Greenberg, a baseball player called to win the approval of seniors. He is the best baseball player and he is now performing his best for his country. So yeah, I can't, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know how you don't know about Hank Greenberg, but Romanian legend, apparently. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for not knowing. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into who's the best? I mean, the oh, other yes. terrible call. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah, the other terrible call. <laughs> there there's was two another things. one. There was another yeah, bad one. Uh, this one, maybe, yeah, I think this one maybe has a better reaction from Jason Benetti, the White Sox broadcaster, who we've featured a lot because he did some good work. But I guess we'll, do you want to explain the play first or after the? Uh... Uh, we can do it after. Okay, here we go. Here's the audio. Because if you watch this five times as we did, Yasmani Grandal is safe. It's ridiculous that wasn't overturned, and I would love to hear the reason why, but we're going to go play the fifth because baseball is fun, and the Sox can come back anyway. Dude, you could just tell how mad he is about that call. Because baseball is fun. Yeah. That's, he was just, that dude that's was ready to get up from his desk and just go home. <laughs> Baseball's fun. Yeah, that one, man. Real bad. Yeah, Grandal sl- very, very obviously slides under the tag at home plate. Tag does, does not come in contact with him until he has touched home plate. Watched it a bunch of times. And then, and then replay apparently was watching a different game. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's funny. Uh, important note. Uh, though I guess not that important because we all know Adam is 100% not biased all the time. No, never. Uh, but yeah, this is a this run would have scored against the Blue Jays, and even even then, Adam notes that he was very obviously safe. He was. He was absolutely safe. Yeah. Look, my my hatred for bad umps supersedes my my home bias. <laughs> It's a truly noble, noble cause. <laughs> I feel like you can Thank say you. the same for Adam in the NFL. Yeah, There's you absolutely. Adam can. blows more than refs and umps in any sport. Yeah, and I'm not <laughs> even like, and it, it's fine. I'm not even like a particular like rules lawyer as much as it's just like, like when it's so blatant, I just bad, can't bad stand calls it. Calls just hurt your soul. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it's so like I can't fathom how how hard it is to be wrong so often. And like with the opportunity to look it over on video. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe we should stop, maybe we should stop there. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, before we get into who's the best, we got another listener submitted oh, a oh, oh. question, comment, whatever you see, whatever you want to say. Uh, this one comes from Ethan, says, you guys should rank best player names Jazz Chisholm has got to be on there. And then he also said Jackie Bradley Jr. and Mookie are also contenders. You know, Ooh, we got man. this one in. Great, great submission. Though I think we had we were going to maybe do something a little bit more with it. But uh, I think now we're kind of coming off the cuff. So I think I'll – well, I think Jazz Chisholm, we all agree. Uh, it's a great name. That's it's a great a, name. Yeah. It's I a great name. 
Yeah, I don't think we're going to rank them as much as we're just going to throw out some real solid names right now. Do, do we want to just do current players? I was thinking current players. Okay, okay. I, that's fair. Because I was going to say, I love Gorky's Hernandez. That name just... <laughs> Gorgies. They're just Gorgia. so amazing that's, that's a about good one that. Too. I love um well part of it is because of the nickname too, but Shohei Otani, you could go showtime there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Bo Bichette. Oh yeah. Flo that's Bichette. A, that's another nickname. Flo Bichette, another guy, great nickname. Ooh, but that, that's a name that just sounds like a baseball player. Oh yeah, Sky Bolt of Sky the Sky Bolt. Yeah, uh, A's. He, yeah. That's a that's a clean name. I also just love names that you're not gonna gonna encounter anywhere else in life, like Xander Bogarts. <laughs> like what? Oh, who was that catcher? Oh, Salta Lamakia. Oh yeah, that <laughs> last name was great. I love that. Um, dude, I'm, I'm sure you guys could hear my neighbor yeah. bumping some Phil Collins right now. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for the drop of this song. Yeah, um, you gotta have a good player name to drop on the drop. Yeah. I think it's still ways away, but here's a good one. Oh. Ozzy Albies. Ooh, Ozzy Albies. Ozzy Albies is good. Yeah, I know. A good Ozzy. Yeah, you gotta dude, baseball yeah, and this Ozzy is, just go together, I feel like. Yeah. This is I wish I had more time to think about this because yeah, we definitely I feel like there's I feel like there's definitely names that that would uh that should be on there. You know, Anthony you Rizzo love, is good. You gotta love JD Jumbo Dong Martinez. <laughs> this is, okay, I mean if we're going just nicknames, Rich Hill's got probably the best one. <laughs> He's got a great one too. <laughs> Rich Hill has some has a great nickname. Do you know who gave him that nickname? I don't. It was Brock Holt. He was, was it like, really? That's he was like, you know, another word for Richard is Dick, and then another word for Hill is Mountain. So <laughs> Dick Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Oh Whit Merrifield. Is oh, just a that's a big lean name. Yeah, just Wit, like just Wit alone is just solid. And then, you and then the Merrifield right after. Yeah, it. dude. Jonathan Loizaga, Jonathan Lasagna. You know. Yeah, yeah Lasagna. You gotta, you gotta love some Lasagna. Oh, yeah. there you go. I just dropped. <laughs> dropped oh, yeah. lasagna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how loud that is. Yeah, it's uh I've so never just... heard someone bump <laughs> Phil Collins. <so> <laughs> just to note, we are recording earlier than normal. So, you know, just some Saturday afternoon tunes. Yeah, some it. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Phil Collins. Oh, Andrew Benintendi. Oh, that's there we go. One. That's a good yeah, Benintendi's a good one. I, like, you there's know, some really good, like, yeah, I'm trying. Oh, man, who there, else? Jason Kershaw. Yeah, Jason a great one. That, but that's just like a legendary baseball last name because of Carl Yastrzemski. Yeah, I think I love Clayton Kershaw. I love the sound of that. Dd Gregorius. Oh, Dd Gregorius. As um, that's a good one. As the Yankees radio announcer says, I I'm blanking on his name. Dd Gregorius makes Yankee fans euphorious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. Is Coco Crisp still in the league? Oh, no, I don't think so. But that is a great name. But that's a that's an excellent name. Yeah, no, for A's sure. legend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is. 
see what I'm trying to good name. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying like to think through, of other really I'm good. I'm just ones. like scrolling through rosters right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's not that like it's not that like unique of a name, but I just love the name the sound of Francisco Lindor. I just think that's like yeah. it's cool. Well, I mean if we're you know, or <laughs> Is it? Uh, oh no! I mean, who was the Donor when Don Silva was talking about it? Uh, oh, Dubon. Mauricio Dubon. Oh, Dubon. Mauricio Dubon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler Glasnow isn't that good of a name, but he's just so handsome that he's he gets on the list. All that really matters, right? Mm. Oh, Buster Posey. That's a cool oh, yeah. baseball name. Buster Posey's a good one. Yeah. I just the nickname. I think his actual name is Gerald, which uh, <laughs> isn't as great, but you know, Busta is just. Oh, what about the big Gomb? Gomber. Gomber. <laughs> oh, Randy Rosarena. That's oh, a fun yeah. name to say. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Wasn't it Jeff Passan that made the song about Rosarena's last name last year during the World Series? It was hilarious. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. I did not. Dude, I got to find it. That He made a song about Rosarena in the playoffs, and it was hilarious because, like, Jeff Passan, big MLB reporter, can't sing. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> got to love it. Yeah, um, well, there's a lot of good baseball names. But, yeah, any uh, last second ones before we get into who's the best? None that I can think of. I think I'm, I think I'm good. What about you, Brian? You... Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, Satisfied. so this one, this next version of who's the best might not – exactly fit the format of this person is the best at blank but it's this question is simply who is the scariest batter to face in baseball so if your team is going up against this guy this guy steps in the box you're going i this guy scares me (laughs) i mean right now it's is vladdy see yeah yeah for me it's not necessarily like he doesn't have the best stats this year but juan soto like yeah dude, if it's just, late in the game runners on base juan soto scares you and yeah. dude just every at bat though the way he moves around everything it just looks like he's just gonna be a menace in the box uh, like. jo- josh donaldson same way just looks like he wants to kill things <laughs> when he's in the box no yeah but uh yeah my answer is vlad as well just because seeing him recently <laughs> and like for you just to say but my answer is right <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But because, uh, yeah, I think I think a big thing is you got to have like his max exit velocity this year. I don't even know what it is, but it's it's among the very best. And I think very when you high. Can, yeah, his max exit below is one seventeen point four. Um, but also he's just and he can get to everything, too. Yeah. He can get to everything and hit it everywhere very hard. And I I swear I thought he was going to tear down the green monster when he hit this double the other day. <laughs> yeah. Thought he was gonna put a hole in it yeah no, another good one is castellanos yeah okay that i like i'd castellanos, say dude. i'd say He's another one bat. O- otani hmm. yeah for sure and i think the thing the thing that i like the most about like otani and 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 vladdy both is um they they both look so calm when they're hitting everything just looks like it comes so easy to them which is terrifying it's funny. I'm trying to think about you know, scary is such a weird description for me because like it, it's distinctly different than the best. Cause like, if I'm thinking about the best hitter in the league right now, I'm going to say Vladdy, obviously the dude's tearing it up, but scary. Like that's why I went the way of Juan Soto. Cause like, he's just, 
not that Vladdy in the box doesn't scare me. Obviously, his numbers do, but right. I feel like it's it yeah. almost that Aurora around the name. Like you see Juan Soto, like in a playoff at bat, I am terrified if Juan Soto comes up. Not that I'm not terrified of Vlad oh, for comes sure. up, but it's like different level. And I feel any like, of those guys, like Trout. I feel like Todd. Well, yeah, Trout's just always Tatis. Yeah, yeah I think part of this too is two AL fans and an NL fan talking as well. So you see, <laughs> you face Juan Soto more than we do, yeah. obviously. And, mm-hmm. and Castellanos, and yeah. I was going to throw Acuna out also. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, honestly, as a Giants fan, I'm terrified of Max Muncy. <laughs> yeah. Max Muncy beats the Giants into the ground every time well, we play the and Dodgers. Yeah, he's just, he's going to be a tough at bat every single exactly. time too. Yeah. He's a smart hitter. You're not going to get him chasing in the dirt. Like, he's going to wait for something to bang. Yeah. Or, or at another level, uh, Aristides Aquino. Because he just, he, because he has a batting stance where he just completely faces the pitcher. It's <laughs> like, wait, are you going to get ready or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always ready. Aquino gets in there like he's playing slow pitch softball. Yeah. He really and, does. And, and when he gets a hold of a pitch, it's like he's playing against a slow pitch <laughs> softball because he hits, he hit it hard. Man. It's a shame we haven't gotten to see him this year. You know, if it's a 3-0 count, I wouldn't want to see your mean in the box. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oh, Actually, I take true. that back. He is the guy I want to see in the box with 3-0. Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I want to just see Just not if I'm pitching. <laughs> yeah. You just got to throw it harder than whatever, 47 miles an hour, and you have it somewhat <laughs> of a chance. Fair enough. Oh, scary. Yeah. I'm trying it's to think funny. scary. Elder Pujols. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not if you're a lefty. I mean, unless you got a good, you got a good sinker, get him to put it on the ground, <laughs> then you got all day to throw it to first. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Uh, but yeah, yeah Pujols I, is doing, he's doing pretty good. Scariest hitter of all times, Barry Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll agree with that. I just, I, I just wanted to throw that out there because, like, no, dude, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a Giants fan who would never be biased ever, but I love Barry Bonds. <laughs> but I feel like even if you're not a Giants fan, like that dude was just every time, every now and then, I look at his stats and I just get blown away with how impressive they are. It's yeah, a little I, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what that one year, what was it? Um, yeah, 2004, I always like, I'm like, yeah, he got walked a ton. But I, I think the number's so big that it's impossible for me to just memorize. Because <laughs> 2004, uh, he yeah. got walked 232 <laughs> times. Yeah. Dude, that I, is also think, I also think that like... His on-base percentage was over 600 that yeah, year. 609. It's, just, it's literally the highest ever. It's the yeah, all-time record. <laughs> His OPS was over 1,400. Oh my! Yeah, absurd numbers. Yeah, he got intentionally walked 120 times. I love that. <laughs> wait, wait. Let's see. So, anyway. dang, 120 intentional walks, dude. That, like I said, I've looked at these stats so many times, and just every time I just get mind blown again. Because like, I'll look at current day stats so many times, and then just go back and look at his stats, and just go, like, you can't not get mind blown looking at them. Okay, so 2019 was the last full 162-game season. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, first off, any quick guesses who led baseball in walks that year? Oh, not just walks in walks. 2019. No idea. Who I, takes a lot of walks? You should have walked him. You should have walked him? That's a celebration. Give me the four fingers. You should have walked me. Oh. Oh, Alex Bregman. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, when he gets a big hit, he stands on like second or whatever and he gives the four fingers. Like, you should have just walked me. Why'd you even face oh, me? I did not uh, know he did that. I am. Uh, but so, how many intentional walks did Barry Bonds get? Um, In that one year? Yeah. He had 120. How many walks do you think Alex Bregman, I mean, the leader in Major League Baseball, got in 2019? He probably got less actual walks than like intentional Bonds had. walks. Intentional. No, or just just did I say intentional walks? I meant no, just no, no. walks. I, yeah, I'm I'm saying We're that just talking probably. Walks. I think he had less total walks than Bonds had intentional. So give me a give me a guess. Like one ten. Oh, I wasn't going to get that high. I was going to say like eighty three. He had 119 walks. Oh, okay. But that's crazy. Alex Bregman, who had, who led baseball in Windsor replacement in 2019, only got walked just total 119 times. And pitchers just said, look, I don't even want to pretend to face you to Barry Bonds 120 times in 2004. Yeah, no, that's pretty, dude, we're, yeah, I don't, I do not think we'll see another Barry Bonds ever. <laughs> okay, fair. His name yeah. is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> man, dude, seven MVPs. Man, this guy is a monster. Not a Hall of Famer, by the way. Yeah, garbage. Because, yeah. Because the writers are garbage. Do you think Barry Bonds will get in on the senior committee? That's like when the players vote, right? Am I crazy in saying that? I, I don't I don't remember. All I know is that the way that the MLB Hall of Fame is handled is one of the stupidest in sports. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players for various reasons that aren't in the MLB Hall of Fame that should be like Pete Rose. There's also a lot of players that are in the Hall of Fame that shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know one weird thing to talk about with Hall of Fames, and this is a thing in every sport, is like how do you evaluate Hall of Famers as the sport like evolves? Because, like, there's someone who might have been a Hall of Famer in their day in, like, the 40s but then or 50s or whatever year, and you want to compare them to modern day. Like, there's people in modern day that won't even sniff the playoffs but <laughs> will blow their stats out of the water. So, just it's always a weird thing to look at. Yeah, you always have to, yeah, view Hall of Famers sort of through the context of why they were inducted. Um, but... Yeah, Bonds definitely stands out as one that you're just like, it's kind of ridiculous that he's not in. Yeah, so you guys, you can, oh, go for it. You guys on board with Clemens being in too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, just one of the most dominant we've seen for so long. Yeah, man. It, it just, it's honestly dumb how many people aren't in the Hall of Fame just because, like, the beat writers don't want to write them in. Like, <laughs> Dude, Clemens won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven Cy Youngs. Yeah, yeah dude. most ever. Yes, he has yep. seven Cy Youngs. Bonds has seven MVPs. Like, they both need to be in. I'm sorry. They just yep. do. Like, yeah. Man, I still hear the concert going on. Yeah, I don't know. 
red red wine <laughs> that's what we're listening to now vibing out we love it i don't know is there anything else you guys want to talk about this week not that i can think of uh, not really nothing nothing yeah. huge i mean I it's all I, minor stuff i hope the red Sox don't play the astros in the wild card game that's for sure yeah, yeah. i mean i i feel like it'll be interesting i'm really excited how like the second half of the season's going to go cuz i feel like the first half is just kind of it's been a weird first half i feel like or not maybe weird is the wrong word to describe it it's just been like there hasn't been too many surprises outside of the giants and the twins in the first half and i'm yeah. yeah it's funny i feel like the twins being as bad as they are has maybe taken away from how good the White Sox have been without their key players still. So I feel like if the twins were like, you know, had the same record as the Indians or something, people would be talking about how good the White Sox are a little bit more. Yeah. People are just shocked. Yeah. (laughs) The Mets being, I don't know. The the NL East was surprising to me just how bad it's all been. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, especially Washington. Should have been a lot better. Yeah, man. I I don't know. Washington's such a weird team because they got like Schwarber, they got Bell, they got like all these guys, and they just haven't put it together, man. It's weird. I like I see the lineup because the Giants are playing them right now, obviously, and it's just like, man, this team should like be scary, and they're just not. Yeah, you look at that team on paper and you're like, wow, that that's uh they should be candidates for, for winning their division. And then they're last. They're in last place also, behind Miami. I'm looking at a picture of the Cubs City Connect jerseys right now. They're definitely the ugliest City Connect jerseys so far. <laughs> not I yeah. don't actually know if I've seen them. I don't mind them, but I mean, they're, they're not, not. Yeah. They're well, not like disgusting, but out of the City Connect jerseys that have happened so far. I just I think they're the worst one. Like the the White Sox was better, the Red Sox was better, and the Marlins were better. I did think the Red Sox looked weird in Fenway, though. They looked cooler on their own than they actually did in Fenway. And I feel like part of that's just because you're so used to like Fenway with the Red Sox colors, and then you threw yellow on the Red Sox, and it just it doesn't fit necessarily. Yeah, but I still like them, and I like the like you know purpose behind them and everything. But I want to see. I want to see the Jays take the uh, the Raptors like Toronto City jerseys. Oh, that'd be interesting. The like Ovo, the Ovo ones from like Drake. I want to see the Jays in black and gold. I just want a team to incorporate some Phil Collins or some red wine. Uh, obviously, their, yeah. It's what baseball jerseys. needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. See. Okay, so the other teams getting a city connect jersey are the Dodgers and the Giants. So those are, oh and the Diamondbacks. So hmm. there's three more city connect jerseys coming this year. It's interesting that three teams in one division got them. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Like, I wish I wish we got more uh sport crossover jerseys. Yeah, that would be interesting. Now that I like, think about it, because like you have a lot of teams that you know they have teams that are in the same they share a city. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would love to see, I would love to see the Jays go out and have, you know, maybe a game in like retro Raptors jerseys. 
or like 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 it's or like inspired by kind of thing yeah i think the inspired by would be cool like take the color scheme and like yeah like not actually rock a raptors logo obviously they right right but like but like imagine like imagine the rockies wearing like an like an avalanche inspired uni yeah like that'd be cool are like the A's wearing an old school kind of we believe style Warriors, you know, but yeah, the A's. Awesome. Warriors play in San Francisco now, but yes. I know, but we believe was in Oakland. It'll always be Oakland. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a reason they're Golden State. The Warriors don't just represent San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Let's see the let's see, but like the Giants. Like, let's see the Giants, you know, throw on some red and gold, you know. I, I why don't not? understand why baseball doesn't do more alternate jerseys with how many games they Yeah, play. 162 games. Have some fun it's with like, it. Like exactly. Like I feel like the NBA has more alternate jerseys than the MLB. They do. They have a ton. And granted, the MLB is starting to branch out more now that Nike's making their jerseys. It's just that's yeah. MLB is also a game where some teams don't allow you to grow your hair or have any <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> this yeah. is very true. Yeah, NBA is rooted in a little more fun. Honestly, Mike Talkman looks so much better with a beard than he did on the Yankees with no beard. Uh, most players do. He, he also and is robbing home runs and playing way better. Baseball is also the game where people freaked out because we said, hey, we're going to stop calling it the DL. We're going to call it the IL. They're like, how could we do that? Oh, my God. It's like, okay, it took five seconds. Okay, move baseball's, on. <laughs> baseball is also the game where you're not supposed to try if you're winning by a lot. Gee, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Baseball is <laughs> the game where somebody who yeah has the viewpoints that Tony Larusa has is just allowed to be a manager. <laughs> Man, we have kind of come off the rails. Uh, tune in next week for us talking about the Euro Cup because uh, it's <laughs> happen. Uh, anything else you guys want to say for this week? Uh, ah, let's. I'm gonna start let's, some let's... classes. That'll be fun. Oh <laughs> yeah. Fun. Go Portugal Fun. for the Euro Cup. That going all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Love it. Love it. Go. Go. Uh, go LG Twins for the KBO. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Go nice, Suns. Nice, nice. Let's get the sweep. Okay. We all got our. Uh, what other sports? What other sports are happening right now? Uh. 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 uh, uh, uh. Go. Go basketball. Uh, 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 Sharks go. have been out. Well, they were. There was. They were had no chance of being in the playoffs. Go Phil Collins. Yeah. Go oh, yeah. Phil Collins. <laughs> Okay, and with that, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Later.